Oh, isn't it great to be here on this Wednesday night, to be in the house of the Lord, in the presence of God, to see each one of you to come and join us in worshiping the Lord on this, uh, I would say, a real beautiful weather, possibly, Wednesday night, but neither, no, that really doesn't matter. We're still glad to be here and able to be here and to see you to come and join with us in worshiping the Lord and uh, be in His presence to join with brothers and sisters of like precious faith and the same goal and purpose, even on a Wednesday night like tonight, amen, to reach after the Lord and let the Lord just move among us and touch us and bless us here tonight. And so it is good to see each one of you in the house of the Lord to come worship with us. Man, it's good to see you tonight. God bless you. Stood up there, son. but it's good to see you. Good to see you tonight. And it's good to see Sister Shaw back there. God bless her. It's good to see each one of you in the house of the Lord here tonight. To be in the presence of the Lord and to feel his touch and hear his word and be uplifted and encouraged, amen, by his presence, by his word and through whatever means and ways he sees fit to operate. And we know that's through us as individuals, but yet collectively as a body. Got your Bible, Psalms 134. We'll finish this journey up tonight. This is the 15th Psalms, the... Uh, increase or the approaching to the tabernacle or to the uh, temple of God and psalms that they used uh, on a regular basis as they made this approach they would sing them this would help prepare them amen their minds their hearts and spirit uh, amen so, so when they would arrive or get there it would help them no doubt to be in tuned and ready amen to love God to worship God to, amen because they really understood what it meant to come to the tabernacle to come to Jerusalem a place now he he wasn't in a tent, but a tabernacle, amen, that had been actually designed and structured and built, amen, that the ark was there. And so there was just a lot to this, a lot of times coming from far distance, and no doubt that at least three times a year, sometimes out of Babylon, and these kind of circumstances and situations. So these Psalms played a very important role. I hope before this service over tonight that we'll use this Psalm and help you and I even, amen, even as a night like tonight, as we've made our way to the house of God that we know we are the temple of the Holy Ghost but, but when we join together and as Brother Ford done mentioned we don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together but as the day approaches and the evil day approaches we should assemble what more often and encourage one another uplift one another minister one another because this is what God has set up this is what God has orchestrated and set up this is God's way a man to, to, to bless and to edify and build up the body and so we thank God for it tonight so if you would let's read it together Psalms 134, Behold, bless ye the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, which by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. The Lord that made heaven and earth bless thee out of Zion. Three short verses. We won't take us long tonight. And uh, maybe, but we'll see, but we will get through. I promise you, we're going to get through tonight by the love of God and the help of God. So if you would, just pray, Lord, bless us. God, help us. Would you help me pray, God? We love you tonight. We appreciate you. We thank you for the opportunity. I ask you, God, as you look down upon this service, as you look down upon each one of us, anoint our minds, our hearts, our spirit. Touch us here tonight. Revive us. Help us, God, to do a good job. 
to deliver the word of God, to be able to feed the lambs, feed the sheep. Amen. That they could be, they could leave here blessed. They could leave here encouraged. Amen. They could hear your word, feel your touch. You, you're going to receive all the glory. You're going to receive all the praise. You're our maker. You're, you are the potter. We're the clay. We ask to be anointed. We ask that your will could be done. The words could be spoken, spoken in a manner in a way that can touch each heart, touch each soul, minister in such a way, God, that we'll leave here far different than what we came by the hand of the Lord and the touch of God. All the glory and praise and honor be lifted to you. In Jesus' name we pray. God bless you. You may be seated. Praise God. But it is good to be here tonight and uh, hopefully and prayerfully we can say some things uh, that will be encouraging to you on this Wednesday night. Uh, and uh, to be a blessing to you, that's, that's really our goal, and that's our heartbeat. Um, uh, we want to feed the lambs, we want to feed the sheep, we want to be, encourage one another. And uh, let's, let's pray for our brother Matt, sister Gina Lim. They had two boys that broke, come out with high fevers this afternoon, and they had taken them to urgent care. I'm not real sure what the outcome of that has uh, as of yet. Uh, they was planning, actually Dakota was planning on getting baptized tonight, but uh, that just kind of threw the monkey wrench in all of it, so we're going to do it Sunday morning. But anyway, God's working, and, and uh, amen, we know it's all going to work out. It's going to be all right, isn't it? Amen. It may not be quite as bad if it hadn't been COVID, but with that around, you know, you just can't take chances. You know, anyway, you know, you know the story. So anyway, so let's pray for them. Ask God to bless them. Others that's not here, God bless them. Keep them. Keep all of us. Amen. That's what this is all about. That's the reason we come to the house of God. That's part of this, this Psalms. Amen. That, that it covers. Amen. It covers some of that. And, and uh, so by the help of the Lord here tonight, I'm going to pull some few scriptures. Old and New Testament. Help us. Amen. To get a little maybe insight and revelation of this particular Psalms. Amen. Now, I'll tell you what. Now, I can't do everything to keep you awake and all that stuff. I'm going to do my best. I really am, you know, I'm going to go as fast as I can or, or slow down, whatever it may take. But uh, there's, some, there's some beautiful things about this Psalms here tonight as we really begin to dig into it. And, and there is some, some um, responsibility that's going to fall upon us and, uh, 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 as we come to the house of God. But I'm, I'm glad tonight that it's not just when we come, amen, three times out of the year or just on the Sabbath. But praise God that you and I could do it on a regular basis and uh, uh, with with the better uh, high priest and better covenants, hallelujah, that we have, you and I get to experience even as Gentiles, heathens, amen, that became you know, instituted into this by Jesus Christ and how blessed you and I are, amen, that we could call on his name, that we could call on, you know, his power and the Holy Ghost to move upon our behalf. And, and it, thank God it's not just when we get here, but praise God, there's something about it when we join together, when the place that has been dedicated, a place that's been been uh, set aside and a time it's been set aside and you and I come together with this purpose we come together with this goal it's not just a, a ritual that we go through it's not just a tradition amen no we come amen believing that things are going to happen that things are going to transpire because who we are lifting our voices and lifting our hands to what name we're calling on hallelujah the God of the universe the God of heaven amen that's we know him by the power of his name we know him by the power of his blood we know him by the power of the spirit amen we know him by the power of the written word and all the promises are therein so there's far more going for us than against us I know a lot of people wouldn't really believe that but I'm here to tell you tonight amen we're on the winning side we're going to be victorious that's the reason we constantly come to the house of God amen when the odds are against us amen whenever everything seemed to maybe pulled out from under us maybe even throughout today but it still doesn't rob us amen first of all the duty amen of service 
serving God and being faithful to the house of God, then coming, amen, amen, with a purpose, coming with a drive, coming with a, with a, a spirit and attitude, Lord. I want to lift up your name. I want to lift up my voice to you. I want to lift up my hands to you. Hallelujah. I'm not going to let the devil, I'm not going to let circumstances, I'm not going to let, you know, crossings with somebody else rob me of that or my duty to do it because I understand by me doing this, this creates a habitation for you to take up inhabitation in and in that habitation, amen, is where I'm going to find my deliverance. In that habitation that God takes up, hallelujah, where I'm going to find my answers. In that habitation, amen, I'm going to find an energy, hallelujah, that I'm going to need. In that habitation, I'm going to find a peace, I'm going to find a joy, I'm going to find a hope. Hallelujah, God, even on a wasted night like this, I can receive the answers, the direction in my life because I've been faithful to the house of God. I've been faithful in worshiping you. When the odds were against me, I still came. I came with purpose. I came with a hunger and a thirst and with a faith. Hallelujah. And you know what? And I don't do it just for myself. I do it for my brother and sister. I do it for the stranger that may have just walked in. Maybe they may have considered just blundering in. But God knew. and God knows. And so as we, we watch this. Behold, behold means actually take heed, set up, take note, listen, look, listen. Look. Something's fixing to happen. Something can take place. Man. So as he begins with this Psalms. And then the next part of it says, bless ye the Lord. Bless ye the Lord. Can you bless the Lord? Yes. I'm going to show you the scriptures tonight. I'm going to show you the reason why. Amen. That you and I join together in songs. You and I join together in worship. You and I join together in lifting our hands. Even when we feel like, man, there ain't no way I've done a whole out. I'm beat. I can't. But we do it anyway. <laughs> Amen. So you just, I'm not, we're not beating up nobody. I'm going to give you some good scriptures tonight. Something that can be a good vitamin. <laughs> good energy shot to you. Something that you can place in your mind and your heart and your spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Because I found out that sometimes when I didn't, when the, the least I felt to do it was the times when I just obeyed and out of faith done it. It's when God would perform some of his, his most marvelous visitations and touches in my mind and in my heart and in my spirit. And I didn't necessarily have to be in a church service. It can actually have been in a time in my own prayer closet when I was struggling and battling. And it might have been at a midnight time. And you're going to see even the Psalms it talks about in the nighttime. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you what. It's a nighttime and a dark hour on the United States of America. But you and I, amen, can be a light. And you and I can be a candle. And you and I can be a city that's sitting on a hill. Hallelujah. Because the darker the hour becomes, the greater effect the church can have upon our generation. Hallelujah. To give them hope and insurance, amen, that there's still a Savior. There's still a God in the heavens. There's still a God that works in our lives and works on our behalf. And because he's doing that... I owe him glory. I owe him praise. I owe him the lifting of my hands and the lifting of my voice. I don't care what kind of acts I got to grind with somebody. I don't care what kind of feelings I got towards somebody. I'm telling you, I ought not let nothing rob my praises of this God Almighty. He's the one that gives me one breath after the next. He's the one that gives me one heartbeat after the next. He's the one that gives me the strength and energy to put one foot in front of the other. And he deserves my glories. He does, uh, deserves my 
my hallelujahs. He deserves my thank you, Jesus. It doesn't matter what it looks like, feel like, or seems like it is. I'm telling you this, God deserves it, deserves it, deserves it. And I want to be a willing vessel to give it to him. I want to be a willing vessel, amen, when it doesn't feel like all the world and all the devils is on my back. I still want to love him. I want to worship him. I want to magnify his name. Hey, 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 you know, I'm, 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 I tell you, hell, amen, it's going to get broke up in Bendale, Mississippi. The thought, the pride, God's going to move in Bendale, Mississippi. Woo! I know who I'm lifting my hands to. I know who I'm worshiping. I know, I know, I know who I know. Watch this. Bless the Lord. Now, when you really begin to study this out and what unfolds and what really begins to transpire, most of these scholars believe that based on this last Psalms was one possibly, maybe they just finished the journey and they're coming in. And maybe it's even a late. Coming in late to the tabernacle and into the house of God. In the, and and the, the Psalms goes on, it talks about which by night stand. But whenever you go to certain scriptures and certain places in the Bible, you're going to see that the Levitical priesthood, the Leviticals were set aside, they was called, and they was put into a place. And, uh, uh, you, you go, and what place it talks about how that he took thousands. And actually, there was 4,000 singers. 4,000. <laughs> Amen. And this is all they were done. The Bible says that they was free from all other obligations. This is all they focused on. Both day and night. They have no, no, nothing else. When you look at the Levitical priesthood, they didn't have gardens to tend to. They didn't tend to homes. They didn't run businesses. All their business was the house of God, the priesthood, and taking care of everything that the house of God, from the sacrifices, 4,000 were set as gatesmen or watchmen at the gate. And so whenever they would make the pilgrims, when they would make their way, and all the others, when they'd make their way to the house of God, and to the place that had been dedicated and set aside for this Jehovah God said that I'll meet my people. They would come in, and what they would actually was saying, hallelujah, the bless the Lord, was under that anointing and that calling and that election, the power of God, the God of heaven, would come through them and bless them as they made their way into the house of God and into the tabernacle. Hallelujah. Under that anointing and power of the Spirit, what do you think? Hallelujah, the fivefold ministry. And everybody that comes apart, especially on the platform, hallelujah, that's the reason. And slipped a little higher standard here. Hallelujah. Now, all that comes on the platform on a regular basis, hallelujah, you just became a mark. You just came one, amen, that the enemy really wants to deal with. And the enemy really wants to affect your mind and affect your heart and affect your walk with God. Hallelujah. Because if I can get you messed up, hallelujah, I can contaminate the whole body. I can stop the blessings of God.
God. I can stop the favor of God. I can stop revival. I can stop whatever I want to. So that's the reason the platform. But amen. As long as the anointing of God and the favor of God is upon the platform and the fivefold ministry and the Levitical priesthood, they knew when we come in, we're going to be blessed. So they would do this. They would come. Amen. Amen. They knew that when they was going to get there. They knew when they arrived. Have you ever been in a situation and you just thought, if I could just get to the house of God. If I could just... If I could just get back in church, if I could get back in the presence of God where my brothers and sisters are like precious faith, if I could just begin to get in that song with them, amen, and sing and begin to worship God. Why do you think the devil works so hard? And if we're not careful, our own carnal minds will work, amen, in this musical area and other places. Oh, come on, preach to us now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, because the devil knows if I can just keep a little, little ism over here and a little schism over there. If I can keep a little of this happen, a little bit of that happen. Especially people that make their way on the platform. And it matter if you're a preacher or a singer or an instrument player. Hallelujah, or in Sunday school department or any other department. Hallelujah, the spiritual leadership. Hallelujah, if I can just get a little, little claw in there. If I can just get a little something. And I'm going to tell you something. Rebellious and stiff next. It don't take a whole, a whole big, a big area. Amen. First to start issuing and building a foundation and affecting the body. What do you mean by that? You ever got a paper cut? Now, y'all never got a paper cut? Huh. Can't hardly see it, can you? But every time you. Paper cut. A little so. Same principle. It's the reason the devil, with his ruling power and his ability to whatever. And so, as we watch some of this, here, I want to go someplace. I know it's Wednesday night, okay? So I'm not beating up the body. So don't take it that way, okay? Please don't. But, but, but this actually, this, this one ties back in with the previous one. Because watch what Psalms 92 tells us. It is good. Or it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. It's always good to give him thanks. Wait a minute. I just came from a great site. I've done that before. Buried my mother on a Sunday afternoon. Walked in this house on that Sunday night. My pastor walked up and said, Brother, we were expecting you tonight. I said, I know. Where else am I going to go? What am I going to do? Sit at the house. And... So we came. My wife and I came to the house of God. I'm not saying that. I'm just telling you. It's just something about it. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. You know when it really counts? It's when the odds have been against you. When the world's tumbling out from under you. If it's when you, when you really can turn, you really want to put a, a slap in that devil's face, it's whenever he's thrown everything he could at you. And you still make your way to the house of God. And you still come in. I believe in this God. I believe in the 
God of the universe. I believe you're a sovereign God. I believe you love me with everlasting love. I'm going to give you glory and praise and honor. I'm telling you, it shuts the devil down in your life. It closes all the doors and the avenues into your mind and your heart and your spirit. He can't be the faith of the robber that he desires to be. But I'm telling you, if you don't know how to love this God and worship him in all times and all situations, there'll be an avenue for the devil to work against you. matter they had just traveled miles upon miles they was weary no doubt and such as we are on a Wednesday night sometimes on Sunday nights I mean it's just the times we're living in we're so busy and we're going and we, and we just we just well you know you're there but as we watch this so it's always it is good thing to give thanks unto the Lord to sing praises Unto thy name. I, Brother Ford didn't have a clue the chapter I was going to because he asked me. And we started out singing that song. Oh, how I love the name of Jesus. I promise you some of you would respond to different if you'd have been studying the lesson like I have today. And you'd have thought, oh. Talking, oh, I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, because it's a good thing to sing about the name of Jesus. It's a good thing to sing about the name of our God. Hallelujah, because we're representatives. And it's when we come to the house of God. Hallelujah, and when we lift our hands. And when we're faithful. And we just keep on coming. Hallelujah, even when Job. Hallelujah, when all of that went against him. He still wanted to make his way to the house of God. When David, man, when he done all he could. To change my God's mind about a little baby. But God didn't change his mind. It did change David's mind about who to worship or how to worship him. I'm still going to get washed and knees. I'm going to make my way back to the house of God. I'm going to love him. I'm going to worship him. I'm going to magnify him. So this is what we see. Amen. To show forth my loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. Man, I'm glad. Hallelujah. I don't just have to wait. I'm here. But I can get up in the morning time. I can lift up my voice. And I can lift my hands. Hallelujah. Even prior to studying this particular chapter, I've told the Lord many a times, God, I don't want to bow my knee to no other God. I want to lift my hand to no other God. Hallelujah. God, I don't want to know any other name but the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because this is the only name that's been given. And I've been praying here lately for your name's sake. Come to our rescue and move upon us and Bendale, Mississippi and unify us together, amen, as your people that are called by your name and washed in your blood and sealed in your spirit. Hallelujah, that we become the mighty force in Bendale, Mississippi that can make a difference in this community as we come in oneness and in unity. Hallelujah, tying right into that last chapter. Hallelujah, it's nothing more, more better, amen, more pleasurable. Hallelujah, than people that's in unity, the brothers that's in unity together. There's nothing more pleasurable than when you come to the house of God and you begin to lift up your voice and you begin to lift up your hands and you begin to magnify this God and you send up a praise and when you send up that praise this God inhabits that praise and when he begins to inhabit this place hallelujah everybody begin to raise he just showed up hallelujah he just unveiled himself he's beginning to manifest himself because they understood hallelujah for them to be blessed hallelujah we gotta be a blessing we gotta love him we gotta worship him we gotta exalt him we gotta come with that mentality and attitude and spirit 
So as we watch some of this, amen. So it's actually, watch this. The good actually means it's delightful. It's just delightful to be in the house of God. It's, it's a pleasure to be in the house of God. It's a pleasure to worship with you. It's a delight to be able to join with my brothers and sisters in song and worship. <laughs> Praise God. I mean, I, I, we, we, I can sit anywhere and worship God. It doesn't matter where I'm sitting. I can sit with any of my brothers and sisters. It don't make any difference. I come to worship God. And you know what? It doesn't matter if they worship it or not. Hallelujah. We're not going to wake him up. But hallelujah. I'm going to worship him. I'm going to magnify him. I'm going to touch him. Because if I touch him, it's going to affect another part of the body. If I cook up and unite, it's going to affect somebody else. Hallelujah. Because there's only one head. And the one head cares about every member of the body. And no, none's too small and none's too great. Hallelujah. Not for this God to touch. Not for this Father to care about. He cares about every need. He cares about every heart. Now watch this. Ford mentioned scars. Life, life can deal us some blows. You know, you know, some people have as much trouble and sometimes more trouble at our scars from surgery than the actual surgery itself and the reason for the surgery. Those scars, sometimes they have to even go back in there and, and, and work on them and cut and try because they cause so much irritation, which will cause infection, which causes pain and agony. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we learn how to really, you know, we're going to begin to sing these psalms. We're going to the house of God. And it's an uphill climb, ladies and gentlemen. It's never, that challenge is never going to be taken from us. Hallelujah. If, if we have the mentality, hallelujah, that living for God is going to be easy. Hallelujah. It's not going to be any challenge for it. Hallelujah. We're crazy. Hallelujah. The world doesn't love us. Don't care anything about us. The God of this world hates us. Hallelujah. We, we love the name. We're going to be hated for the name's sake. We're going to suffer for the name. But you know what? Even in that, we need to do it together. And we need to do it as a joy. Hallelujah. Understanding that, that, that those tribulations and those trials, amen, amen, they bring what? Patience in us. And patience, it brings experience. And experience brings hope. It all works hand in hand and works together. But the attitude and the spirit's got to be, hallelujah, I'm not going to let my brother and sister drown. I'm not going to let my brother and sister, hallelujah, go down by themselves. Hallelujah, somehow, some way, God, you help me tear down the barriers. Hallelujah, and the walls that might separate us. You help us in the Holy Ghost and the love of God and for the gospel's sake. Hallelujah, because I want everybody to be saved. I want everybody to make this journey. I want everybody to be a winner and an overcomer. Hallelujah, so I'm going to do what I can. Hallelujah, to see this unfold and see this take place. And so when they would come in, this is the kind of spirit, this is the kind of attitude they would have, amen, as they made this journey unto the Lord and to me to worship him and to magnify his name. I'm going to go back to 92 in just a few minutes. But watch this. Psalms 33 and 1 said, Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. For praise is comely. Comely means pleasure. It's pleasant. No, you do this. You don't wait here just I like got called the other day at the store. <laughs> and I was just got just going over and I was just lifting my hand and just loving the worship of God. <laughs> when I realized somebody was coming. <laughs> now that's not embarrassing to me, but uh, you know, I don't do it for a show either. 
I'm asking God to help me when I'm here. I'm not the preacher. I'm, not, I'm joining with you. It's you. Worship. Magnify. Queen. Hallelujah. I, I know. And, I, you know, I'm sure you might have seen a preacher too, you know. They have it sometimes. They teach us over there. They don't get on fire. They don't do nothing until. Until. Then all of a sudden. I was like a big one. Got all that over here. Make up me what you want to. I don't have to have a mic to love this God. I tell you what I can do. I can join with the singers. I can't sing like them, but I can join with them. Hallelujah. And I hook up with them and join in with them. And the song, amen, of praising and magnifying my God, my Savior, my Redeemer, my Healer, my Provider. Hallelujah. He's my everything. Connect that way. And you know what? It don't matter what song you sing. It can be this little song we sung tonight. Oh, how I love Jesus. That really crosses with some of us in our spirit. I could have went all night saying that, couldn't I? But I know what the Holy Ghost is prompting me about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Some of them little songs like that, all said and done. And when we really understand what's being said, and then what about the next one? Hallelujah. I'm glad I could come. I'm glad I could come. I'm glad I'm able to be here. Hallelujah. Regardless of how I got here. I might be all crippled up and whatever. Hallelujah. But I'm glad to be here. And I won't ever forget one camp meeting. I watched that little guy. He was, he was kind of crippled. Man, when clapping time come, he couldn't even put him you know what? I thought, I just wonder how much glory that's bringing to God. Probably more than all the rest of us put together. Because he wasn't ashamed. Just because he couldn't get it all just right. Just going, no, no, I'm joining in. And you could tell by the countenance on his face and the expression on his face. Hello, the glory that was there. He was just glad to be there in a wheelchair and deformed. But you know what? I got a promise of a God. Hallelujah. It's going to get me on the other side. And on that other side, hallelujah, not only am I going to receive the eternal worlds, but I'm going to also receive a glorified body. It's better than taking this old mean and corrupt body with a bad attitude and feel like a man's life has done me wrong and this has happened and that's I'm going to preach it to us. Hallelujah. I'm telling you again. He's doing everything he can to rob us and rob us of our inheritance. But God help us in Bendale, Mississippi. We've got to attain that inheritance. We're not going to let nothing infester into our hearts, our minds, and our spirits to separate me from the body of the believers and worshiping of the one true living God. Oh, no. I'm going to hang in here and fight for it. It begins to talk about the psalmist about... Uh, the righteous and uh, how pleasant or calmly it is for the upright. Whoso offereth praises, watch this, Psalms 15 23 says, Whoso offereth praises glorifieth me. That's the Lord. That's the Lord. Huh. That's the point I'm trying to make to you. It's whatever, you know, you may feel you're worse, but you come anyway. And you didn't just come, just to, no, you came with purpose. You came, I'm going to glorify him. I'm going to magnify him. I'm going to exalt him. <laughs> There's nothing like it. Hallelujah. And that's not all. There's others will be looking around saying, you know what? That means something right there. I kind of have an idea what they're going through and what they're experiencing. But look at them love God. Look at them worship the Lord. You know what? What am I doing? I, I, I got to get, get in tune. I got to get. <laughs> it encourages one another. Amen. To do this. And to. 
give ourselves unto it. So it glorifies the Lord. Amen. Psalms 52 and 8 says this now. But I am like a green tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercies of God forever and ever. I will praise thee forever. I'm like a green tree. That green tree, the olive tree is what he's talking about here. But if you go back to Psalms 92 and 12, you're going to see that it talks about the trees there also. And you're going to see, amen, the, the likeness is made in Psalms uh, 92, I think it is, and 12. And the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. How's, how is that? If you do a study on the palm tree, it's the root system. That's the reason, you know, you and I, amen, as a witness unto our community and loved ones and friends and neighbors, when it looks like the devil has had his best day and the world's coming out from under us, but we still make our way to the house of God and we still love him and worship him. Or maybe we didn't have to come to the house of God, but we did it at our house and we'd done it when we were supposed to and we loved him anyway. You know why? Because of the root system, hallelujah, that we got in the word of God and the promises of God and the powers, the blessings of him. And so we got to live lift up our voices and we're going to lift up our hands and we're going to love him and we're going to worship him anyway and that's what the writer is he talks about this amen as he likens this he said the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree he shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon I'm going to tell you something we need some palm trees in this generation and we need some cedar trees in this generation that's going to stand strong and tall for the name of Jesus Christ it's going to stand strong and tall when the opposition's been against them and amen when the odds is went the other way but we're going to stand true and tall amen and not know what this is you go on in this psalms hallelujah they're going to stand even in the nighttime in the most darkest hours and darkest times of our lives or even our nation's lives it's going to be the church that's going to make the difference it's not going to be a president it's not going to be a party it's going to be the church that can make a difference in our nation it's going to be the church that knows how to love God knows how to worship God knows how to trust God and put their confidence in God they know what name to call on they know where to stand and how to stand Those last two statements is just as important as all the rest of it. They know where to stand and how to stand. Doing it God's way, not the world's way. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we're going to be faithful to the house of God and to praise us unto him. He says the next verse as he talked about them in Psalms 52 and 9. I will praise thee forever because, now watch this, he gives us a reason why. Why am I going to praise him forever? Because thou hast done it. He talked about the potter. He talked about the clay. He sung the song. I came back broken and empty, but because he done it, because he wouldn't throw the clay away. The world's coming out from under you. Your wife's sick and died. Your, your kids has done this and that's done that and all the other. And you're going back to the house. God, you better believe I am. Even times when I've dropped the ball. Times when I've gone, I, 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 I fell to the wayside. But I'm coming back. Hallelujah. Because I know who can do it. I know who can make me right. I know who can take the hurt out. I know who can take the wrong and make it right. 
I said, I know who can make, take the wrong and make it right. Hallelujah. I know who amen, can move inside of me in places that no surgeon can and nobody else but only God with his word and with his presence. And when I get together with my brothers and sisters in the house of God and in unity, that's where I can find real healing. That's where I can find real peace. That's where I can find the real joys of the Lord and the love of Christ moving in my heart, moving in my soul. New Testament writer works on it a little bit too. Hebrews 13, 15. By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. How? That is the fruits of our lips giving thanks to his name. Not being ugly. But I believe it's a duty and a responsibility for every Holy Ghost filled person. In the house of God. Here or any other place. We don't sit, come to be entertained. We don't come sit back and feast off everybody else. Don't you just love their reunions when you have them family reunions and two or three fix? And <laughs> I figured that'd go over good. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> don't you love it? You're working, you know, you're working with everything it is. Indian, you got somebody over here. All they want to do is talk. On the phone, like there's somebody important. <laughs> Text it to it. Same way we worship and magnify God. Okay? Now I know elders and things, some, you know, I understand somebody, okay? Don't, don't take it wrong here. But God, and you know, <laughs> how much strength does it take to? I'm going to tell you what. I'll tell you, here's how I feel about it. This brother, a brother Barry, either one's leading this service, and they tell me to lift my hands. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Loving God anyway, worshiping God anyway. Has it been good to you? Has he ever answered prayer? Has he delivered you from sin? Has he pulled you out of the mire clay? Hallelujah. Has he been a faithful God to you? So it, you know what? I want to be faithful to him. Not just in the bad times. I want to be faithful to him in the good times. You know what? If I'll be faithful to him and love and worship him. Amen. When I don't feel like. See, that's what this is all about. We're coming to the house of God lifting our hands. We're loving here. Why? Because thou hast done it. it. And I will wait on thy name because it is good before thy saints. I'm going to wait. Amen. What's this? Paul's writing again. Amen. Ephesians 5 and 19. He says, making your, to your, making, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody. What? In your heart to the Lord. <laughs> and that's good. That's good medicine. And ain't a thing wrong with that. Praise God. Singing songs, get beside yourself, man. Hallelujah. Do a little jig. It don't matter. I don't care if it is at Walmart. Going down the road, patting on that steering wheel, man. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, man. God's good. God's good. Now, I know you got to keep your eyes on the road. Hallelujah. I tell you what, I told my wife just the other day. I come as close as I ever come on a headlong collision. About a half mile up this road right up here the other morning. Over half of their vehicles on my side. Every bit of it. And I just said, my goodness. I got to getting over, getting over. I couldn't get over fast enough. Hey, when they went by me, I'm telling you, they were so close. 
I looked at watching that rear mirror the best I could. I had two vehicles behind me. I watched the next one about 500 feet, son. And he had to start getting over, getting over. That car was still on our side. By, by the time the third one, I was saying, they got to get over in Jesus' name. They got to get over. About the third time, he got. You never know. You never know. I'm telling you, because I almost thought I wasn't going to make it over in time to miss it. The Lord was merciful. Hey, you never know what tomorrow holds. It's going, to, it's going to pay to love him. It's going to pay to worship him. Amen. He's our protector. He's our provider. He's our wingmaker. Amen. Chronicles, actually, Chronicles 23, 1 Chronicles, talks about that, that the responsibility of, of the Levites. And they, they knew. They knew that, that they would be in connection with God. They knew they would have the heart of God. Because listen what it said. To stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord. And likewise at evening to offer the burnt offerings or sacrifices to the Lord in the Sabbaths, in the new moons, and the feasts. Hallelujah. The numbers according to the order commanded unto them. So this was their responsibility to be connected. I'm going to tell you something. We need to pray for the five ministry like never before that God would unite us regardless of what organizations if we're preaching truth and all this other stuff hey I'm praying for these these other preachers and this denominational world around here I'm praying God give them revelation give them insight hallelujah God help us to be a witness to them help us to be a light to them help them amen we, I mean we need everybody on board in this one God apostolic experience hallelujah I want to shun nobody I don't want to overlook anybody but with the help of God hallelujah we can let them know that God is working on their behalf and, and doing great marvelous things in their soul hallelujah and i got about three minutes and and i'm gonna try to hurry now watch some of this why is all this so important how's a lot of this really begin to unfold i mentioned to you if you want to check that out first chronicles 23 and 5 talks about four thousand praise the lord with instruments which i made said david to, to praise therewith four thousand couldn't imagine having four thousand <laughs> praise god i can sing with that choir I'm sure they could find my voice. Brother, I'm sure they could find my voice in that 4,000. I'm sure they, hey, hallelujah. Praise God. Now, when you get down to two or three, we may have a problem. But thank God for the 4,000. But anyway, here we go. And so we watched some things begin to really happen and unfold. I mentioned to you, and I'm not going to, my time won't allow me, but go back, go to Revelations, the 19th chapter. The 18th chapter talks about Babylon, talks about the fall of Babylon, talks about what's going to happen there, and there's not going to be any more light there, there's not going to be any more bridegroom's voice, there's not going to be any more singing there, none of that. When God destroys Babylon, hey, it's going to be a done deal. Nothing else is going to happen. No kind of construction is going to take on place. I read that in the latter part, amen, of the 18th chapter of Revelation. The 19th chapter begins to pick up, and they start singing. He said, I heard the voices out of heaven praising. Hallelujah. Amen. And begins to talk about the 24 elders and the four creatures or the beasts or living creatures. Amen. Bowing down. And then the voices again. And there's a voice cries out for us, both small and great, to lift up their voices. I'm going to tell you something. We got, a, we got a responsibility and a duty. Amen. To lift up our voices. When we come to the house of God, not for distraction, not to, for attention, but because we love him, because we, we want to worship him, we want to connect into who he is and what he is in our lives. He's our savior. He's our provider. Amen. I, I made it back to the house. Now understand this. That's part of what this is all talking about. It's a praise and a worship saying, you know, first of all, I made my way back to the tabernacle. I made the journey. I made it safe. I made it to this place. I mentioned that about driving a while ago. I mean, I made it here. You know, all of us can rejoice in that tonight that we're just back in the house of God. The devil hadn't got the best of us. The world had 
hadn't got the best of us. Hallelujah. The politics hadn't got the best of us. Hallelujah. The darkness hadn't got the best of us. No, we're coming back to the house of God. And we're going to love him. We're going to worship him. We're going to put our confidence in him. We're going to be regenerated. We're going to be rebirthed. We're going to be renewed. Coming back to the house of God. Worshiping with the Lord and magnifying him. Amen. And being lifted up and encouraged. Right? Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm trying to. You can stand. I don't have it just a little bit more here. I'll just kind of. Praise God. Nehemiah 95. He he called on the Levites. What's this? Now, right after this, right before this, this is when they've done some separation. They've done some repenting of sin. And then in the fifth verse of Nehemiah, the ninth chapter, he calls on the Levites. He said, stand up and bless the Lord your God forever and ever. And blessed be thy glorious name, which is exalted above all the blessings and praise. Why? Amen. For thou, even thou, art Lord alone. We don't worship no other. We don't bow down to no other. We come lifting our hearts, our voices, our hands, even on a Wednesday night like this. Praise God. Because he's God. And he's been a good God. He's been a savior. He's been a blesser. And he's walking with us. And he's going to see us through. Amen. Now the latter part of that. And I know I'm, I'm bypassing some things. But I'm sorry. Amen. Maybe sometime I'll come back and hit on some of this. You know even Paul called on us. Amen. In his writings in 1 Timothy 2 and 7. He, he called on us. That we do what? Lift up holy hands without wrath. That means no malice, no anger, no bitterness. Come on, folks. I'm moving the word of God. Without wrath. Without doubt. I'm in a world of wickedness and confusion. and, And they don't know which way to go and which way to turn. But we're the head. Because of you, not because of us. Because of your goodness and your mercy and your grace. and You, you give, gave us revelation and insight. And you, you've been the potter. We've just been the clay. And we're doing our best to respond to your word. We're doing our best to respond to your touch in our lives. <laughs> Praise God. Now the latter part of that Psalms says this. The Lord that made heaven and earth bless thee out of Zion. Here's the deal. They was coming believing. As they come and worship and responded. That they was going to be blessed. Now notice how it went. It didn't say in Zion or in Jerusalem that you had to be there. He said out of Zion. Our blessing is coming out of Zion. A number of times that is mentioned. If you watch what is being said there. Psalms 14 to 7 says. Oh that the salvation of Israel will come out of Zion. Psalms 110 to 2 says. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Psalms 128 5 says. The Lord bless thee out of Zion. Romans 11 to 26 says. And so all of Israel shall be saved. As it is written. There shall come out of Zion. The deliverer. And shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. But I'm thankful to already know. Who came out of Zion. It happened to be the Messiah. It happened to be Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Lamb, amen, was God manifested in the flesh. I know this is a season, and He really is the reason of the season. Hallelujah. You can't acknowledge Christmas without acknowledging there was a Savior. There is Emmanuel, God with us. Hallelujah. Being born. Hallelujah. Now watch this. Some of you are talking about the Christmas decoration, but watch this. When is the Christmas decoration the most beautiful? Night. 
Come on, Levite. At night time, at the dark times, I want you to stand. I want you to lift up your arms. I want you to lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. If there's ever been a time we need to stand and we can be the most effective, it's right now. Woo! We can be a beauty to others. We can be a hope to others as we join together with pleasure, as we join together. Amen. It's a comely thing. Amen. Loving and worshiping Jesus Christ. Well, that's really what it's all about. That's the whole purpose. That's the reason we come here. That's the reason we sing songs. That's the reason we encourage you. If you notice both, both Brother Ford and Brother Bear, they pull it. What they're trying, they're trying to get us connected, trying to get us to. It's the Bible. It's how it works. It's how, it's how we renewed and refreshed. The fresh touch of God in our lives. The fresh touch of the Holy Ghost. To minister to us and to help us. Love you tonight. Hopefully, you know, something said here. Some uh, felt something, heard something. It'll be uplifting, encouraging to you. Hallelujah. We're living in a world that needs to be encouraged. Needs to be uplifted. A lot of trouble, a lot of heartaches, a lot of disappointment. Who knows what's going to happen all up there. Praise God. But you know what? Pray for him. Let's pray. Pray with earnestness. Uh, what needs to take place in that White House. Man, God, God is a sovereign God. He's got a plan. Hallelujah. And his plan is going to be fulfilled. And so let's just pray the Father's will. On earth as it is in heaven. Let's pray the Father's will. Amen. That God would just work it out for us. Okay? Love you. Appreciate you. Let's don't forget the sign-up sheet back here. Christmas program will be Sunday night. 6 o'clock regular service time. And so let's don't forget about that. Also, we will be baptizing, hopefully and prayerfully, amen, Dakota Sunday morning. And I pray for those and others, amen. Let's keep praying. we got several in the community has got the corona. Uh, there's actually been some passing away and things of that nature in our community. Well, not so much in our community, but in our county. But let's pray. Let's pray for some of the officials. They've got it. At God's mercy and grace will reach down and touch them, minister to them, and help them. Uh, so let's do that. Reach out to them. Love them. Man, let them know we're praying for them. Man, we're in the battle with them. And uh, we want to be victorious, right? Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you.